the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Oh my God. They did it. Jack Smith pulled the trigger. He pulled the trigger. I don't think he understood. I think he probably does. He's a smart guy. They just now have given Trump the ability to bring in everything that he's discussed and talked about since he felt like his the election was rigged against him. He now has subpoena power. I want to, you know who I want to see come on the stand? That lady from Georgia. Those people that were passing that, um, that little thing off with, between each other, the disc. I want to see her on the. I want to see her on the stand. And now she's under oath. She has to tell the truth. I cannot wait. I know um, they're, they're trying to um, expedite this case. They want this case done. Uh, started in, I believe, it's seventy days from the from the time of the indictment. Uh, Trump's in trouble. He sent out a tweet last night. Uh, True social. <laughs> you come after me. I'm coming after you. Basically. Um, I remember a time I was talking with Dennis Rebelletti on the way in here. Uh, there was a time when that type of speech wasn't frowned upon because people knew what it meant. They knew that it meant, you want to come after me? Okay, everything that I can, everything that's in my arsenal, I'm going to come after you. But today, and because it's Donald Trump, it means something totally different. When you look at how they've conducted themselves, the Democrats have, against Donald Trump in the last... Ever since he came down that escalator, I should say. Yeah. Some of the stuff, I, I, I downloaded some audio clips that we're going to play later in the show when our special guest arrives, Troublemaker, who's on CP time today. Um, I got some audio that I want to play about Democrats, what they were saying in the 2000 election, in the 2016 election, what they had to say about Bush. Um, yeah. Yeah, in their own words. So don't give me that crap. I hope, I hope this, this, they've opened up Pandora's box in my belief. I believe they've opened up Pandora's box and now the show is about to start. Get your popcorn ready for the next year. That's going to be some live action in our judicial system. Troublemaker, 
Well, after Trump said that, you know, uh, he's going to come back, you know, after who his uh, the people that's coming after him. Uh, Jack Smith went right back to court yeah. to get a gag order. Yeah. Um, and he's got so he's he's attacking free yeah. speech. And think about the quandary that they find themselves in. So you're going to put a gag on on a guy that's running for president of the United States that he can't talk about any of the things that he's running on. Oh, that sounds like political interference to me. Yeah. Textbook political interference. Now, which which judge is he going in front of? Is he going to get uh, in front of this lady judge? Oh, the black lady? Yeah. Yeah, the Obama. Well, she's an Obama appointment appointee, yeah, right? What I was about to say was, you know, it depends on which judge. It, it won't hold up. But with that judge, it may hold up the gag order. She may you know, put a gag order on. But, 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 and I think that's why Trump has, has called for, I, somebody tagged me in a post. Um, Trump has called for the Supreme Court to intervene. In, into this, into his cases. Well, it has to go through the process, appeal process. It, 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 they're not going to intervene just like that. Well, I mean, I see a lot of constitutional issues arising from this. First of all, uh, in, in indicting a, a former sitting president who's also the the, uh, the the current president's top opponent. I mean, you, I mean, remember Joe Biden said, "I have that audio here too," but we'll, we'll, we're going to play that when our special guest comes in. Um, what they're doing, Joe Biden says, well, there, there was a question, what are you going to do to make sure Trump's not president anymore? And he basically says something to the effect, oh, we're, we're going to do everything we can within our means, the constitutional means, to just, just to make sure that he's not running for president. Blonde, these people don't care. There are no rules when it comes to these people. Um, and so my question becomes, why are the Republicans still playing with the rules? And I would, I would land an impeachment on Joe Biden right now. Well, 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 I just yesterday saw Byron Donalds on TV because, you know, he's been making rounds on liberal TV and on a, a conservative Especially TV. Especially CNN. Yeah, CNN. Well, I don't know, MSNBC pretty much. But he was on uh, Newsmax the other day, and what he said was the Republicans want to do it the right way because we saw Nancy Pelosi do it the wrong way, impeach him over a phone call and trivial stuff. They want to, and they took the... Um, they took what it means to impeach somebody and bastardized it. Yeah. So he, uh, Republicans want to bring honor back to it and show how the impeachment process is supposed to be. Right. So, so I heard Byron Donalds talk about it, and I understand what Republicans are try, trying to do, but the, the mind frame that I'm in right now, yeah. just go ahead and impeach the bastard. Right. I mean, Mayorkas, um, what's the what's the um, defense? Uh, uh, and I'm, my bearings are not there today yet. You got to get me going. Oh, I'm going to get you going. We, we got to get I, I, going. Hey, I got something to tell you. I what? got something to tell what? everybody. What? Um, I'm, I'm going to. Oh, wait You ain't I'm, coming out of. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, not yet. Um, I'm going to enjoy this segment because I'm going to need some ammo from you because uh, Monday morning from 7 to 8, I'll be on the Santina Jackson show taking on Ricky Hendon for an hour. If, oh. it, if, it, if I was off this weekend which I'm not, I would be in the studio, but I don't get off until 7 in the morning, so I'm going to be taking them on. And when is, when is this? It's going to be Monday, Monday morning from 7 to 8. You know, they, the Hershey comes on in between the morning answer. The morning answer is 5 to 9. So you're telling people to, to, to tune in to no, you just, and not the morning no, answer? No, I know, no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the, 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 the people that want to call in, my, my old crew, you know, uh, Mike from the North Side, Mitchell, you know, I don't know if they're going to let Jim call. He's banned. He's redlined. What? He's redlined. He's been redlined for the last year. 
But uh, I think we had another a member of our crew. I'm going to think of his name. I need you all to back me up for an hour. For an hour. That's when Dan and Amy talks to their guests from 7 yeah. to about to about an eight. So, yeah. you know, so you're, you're basically going into the lion's den yes. to, be, to be eaten alive. No, because <laughs> I listen, as much as they throw Trump at me, I'm going to throw Biden back at them. Oh. You're going to give us a taste of what is that exactly you're going to go? Yeah. What's some of the things you're going to talk about? I'm going to talk know, about or, how they, or does she control what what can be said? No, 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 no. She's she's off. It's going to be me. Oh. And, it's going to Ricky's he's the he's the fill-in host over there. Oh. You know, he doesn't have a show anymore. So whoever right. wants to take off, he comes in and he fills in. So it's just going it's going to be between me and him. And you know the way me and him do it, we just throw everything at the wall. So yeah. like I say, everything he we've already talked. Okay, I'll give you the opportunity to say what station it will be, Belong, because people are asking. Oh, what station? Go 8, ahead. Eight twenty a.m. WCPT. Yeah, I was listening to them coming in, and it's it's just so amazing how, you know, when Trump was in office, um, um, people who were um whistleblowers were heralded. You know, they are the best thing since sliced bread. Believe everything they said, and he was saying about how one of his guests was saying about how the the individuals from the individuals from um um. The IRS, the whistleblowers, they said that they have no credibility. And and there's nothing there with the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden connection. How do we know if we don't look into it? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They, that, this is what they were telling us about Trump, you know, and, 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 and all his his ongoings when he was president. Uh, they were telling us all these things. And, and, and name, name anything that stuck at the time when he was president. Nothing stuck. Nothing stuck to him. He's no. Teflon Don. But yet they want us to believe that now these whistleblowers that's coming forth today, um, they they have no credibility. But I thought we were supposed to believe the whistleblowers, Alain. Mm, the, the accusers. Yeah, you believe the accuser. Right. But, you know, it's, it's a double standard. We all know they're hypocrites. Come on. Well, hypocrites. I think that's you're being a little too nice. I thought them. hypocrite was a strong word. I, people got mad at me when I used to call them hypocrites over there. Yeah, not today, though. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's lightweight stuff today. I mean, we got to come up with a word. Like, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, we got to make up something. You know, because, I mean, he, 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 they kept talking about racial injustice and um, um, it's just something else on race. Race conscious. You yeah. have to be race conscious. Yeah. Why? No, I don't. Who do? Me and Dennis were talking about this on the, way, on, the, on the way in here. The way they just, the way they have the ability to create words and it gets in, entered into our lexicon and now it becomes an everyday use and they start pushing it through education. And now it's, 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 it's supposed to have truth to it just because they created it. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. Does that make any sense to you? Well, right now it's about identity, inclusion, and equity. So that is a permanent fixture in our life right now. We're not going to get rid of it. You mean die? Yeah, die. (laughs) Please die. Die. (laughs) Ah, all right, Valon. So, you know, as a filler, we're going to, we're going to tussle with what you want to tussle with right now because uh, when our special guest comes in in the five o'clock hour, we're going to go head heavy into this Trump indictment. You listen in the black and right. We'll be right back. This is black and right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio with the CP Time Troublemaker. Man, it was bad outside, man. I left out two and a half hours early so I can get around the tolls. 
And it was just slow Did going. Did you drive like Miss Daisy or something? Man, I just bought me a new turbo Volkswagen love bug, baby. And it, <laughs> it's fast. And it wasn't about that. You didn't it, answer the question, though. Uh, no, I wasn't driving slow. I wasn't <laughs> driving slow. but You do just, drive slow, though. Well, I've, been, the, I, I've I've driven behind you, and I've you 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 drive like Miss Daisy. I right? try not to break the spo- speed limit, but in that little turbo, woo, that four cylinder fast, man. <laughs> I like that car. Uh, it's a Volkswagen. I, I just it's bought a Volkswagen. Volkswagen. What kind of Volkswagen? It's a Bug. It's a the, the Love Bug. A Beetle. A Beetle. Yeah, I bought a Beetle, and it's but, but oh it's man, God. it's so nice. Did you just say you bought what color? Don't tell me it's red. It's gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's pink like Barbie. No, 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 no. Were you inspired by the Barbie? I don't movie? do pink. I don't do yellow. You won't wear a pink tie or pink shirt. No, I do. I will. I can't do it. I'm comfortable in my masculinity. I, I got you, but pink. I just grew up with hardcore men around yeah. me. We don't do pink. We don't do yellow. What's What's wrong with it? It's uh. Is it um? You feel it, it's like feminine. You, it's too feminine. It's too feminine. See, see, see. I'm of the belief you take back control of it. See, like just like the rainbow, take back control of it. You know, you don't just relinquish it to them. Take back control. Pink. Who said pink is? I mean, it's 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 is it what? Because it's what women wear. Yeah. Now I won't wear no hall pink suit or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not. I'm not that stupid. Okay. But like a a, a pink shirt on a, under a blue um, suit. No. With, with, with a with a with a popping blue tie. You know, a little little hint of pink in it. I will. I'll do it. No. Oh. No. No. No, pink just not me. Can't do pink. Can't do pink. Can't do yellow. Well, you definitely can't do it at the Beetle now. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I like that car, man. I like it. You definitely can't do it in the Beetle. All right, let's let's get Kip off the line because Kip has been holding. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Kip, what's up, brother? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my number. Let me get to it. But before I get off the line, I want you guys to give us some information on your boating thing. Oh yeah, you know, but but we'll do that after. How how how's, Man, what I like to say? I'm more of like a raspberry to a dark cherry color, you know. Oh, I like dark cherry. <laughs> So raspberry good too, man. You could throw that raspberry on anything, you know. You yeah. know, a little bit of darkness to it, you know. Maybe a little gray in that, you yeah. know. What? Maybe the socks, you know. Uh, Kids got some soul, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, man. You know where I put pink on the bottom of my socks? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, what's up, Kip? What's up, buddy? Yeah, hey, listen, man. You know everything that had happened. I'm glad you guys are light spirited about everything because. Because you know what's going on with the media and the Department of Justice. They're not out there uh, uh, protecting the Bidens and that. It's Obama, because the Bidens never had any power to do anything through the government that the Bidens capitalized on. It was the Obama administration, yeah. and everything that's going on in the Biden administration is the Obama administration two times over. Yeah. And what they have done to Trump and what they're continuing to do to this country is amazing. And if Michelle Obama runs for office or anybody anywhere near it, Newsom, you ought to have the Black Widow. And welcome to my wow. nightmare by Alice Cooper. But you know what? Oh, Kip's, wow. Kip's, Kip's right, though. Thanks, Kip. Obama has popped Thanks. up on the scene pretty much. Yeah, you know, he there's reported that there was a meeting, a lunch meeting or yeah. something with, with him, and Obama basically said, hey, you sure about this? Sure about going down this rabbit hole? Well, he said, he told Joe Biden, and he told the the media, "I'm going to do everything I can to help him get reelected." 
Biden, Obama. Of course, yeah, he did. yeah, he did. He said that. Of course, because because I mean, remember it was it was the Obama um, Justice Department that didn't even uh, do anything with this. They've had this way back during Obama's regime. Yeah, and nothing came about. They didn't investigate it. Or so anything. he has to come in and cover and push, of course, push back because it can get to him. Of course. If he wants to protect his own interest. That's what it's, I personally believe that's what it's really about. Oh, of course. Is that, you, the audio's ready? No, it's not ready yet. Belong. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. All right this, this, is, this is good here because I need to take a deep dive, even though I know if I even mention Obama's name on Progressive, oh, they're going to try to crucify me. So I'm, I'm going to try to keep it to Joe Biden. Yeah, but, you know, not all those people like Obama, though, even the Progressives. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Ricky was They won't let a Republican talk about him, but they will. Well, Ricky didn't say anything when I used to talk about Obama. He's not a total Obama fan. When Obama did things wrong, he yeah. did say speak up. So, I mean, you know, he'll let me speak, but the, I'm talking about the audience. They, It's a lot of black people in that audience, and they are going to try to crucify me if I even mention right. or put Joe Biden with Obama. So I'm going to try to keep it at Joe Biden, you know, because he is the one that's a, a known criminal as of right now. We know this man is a crook. Right. You know, like I, I always say, he's bribed, been bribed. Uh, he was on the Allegedly. phone. He was on the phone. He was sitting right next to his son while his son was talking to the dude, talking about we both want our five million apiece. Right. Oh man, this dude a crook, man. He's had documents when he could he did not have the power to declassify as a senator or a vice president. This man is crooked as left can be. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we we but think about this. Would he have brought forth that he had documents had they not gone no, against Trump? No. No. No, we would have never knew. All the people that I had him. Yeah. Would have never said anything. No, think about that. All the people that had documents yeah. from way back when. Yeah. Mike Pence. And he want to talk crazy about Trump now, oh, like in a God. slick way. Man, come on, man. You uh, don't even have a chance. Don't none of you all have a chance of being vice president except for Tim Scott and Vivek, and I want Vivek. Oh, okay. Yo, your audio's ready. So oh, my audio's yeah, ready? Go ahead. Okay, we're about to switch subjects right quick because I, I want to talk to the pro-life people out here, especially John. Uh-oh. How far... That sounds like an attack. Oh, man. We want to mix it up. Me I'm you, offended. Me and you talked about this last year. You know I don't let things go. I'm a tourist. <laughs> uh, how far would you go to incentivize life to be born? Because, you know, you know, people want free housing, free health care, free food, uh, prenatal care, and all the rest. But you know what? I'm going to let this guy that I can't believe that you agree with okay. state the case. Play it. You're confused because you think I'm saying something that I'm not. Well, tell me what you're saying. What I'm telling you, I'm being very clear. You cannot say you are pro-life when you vote against prenatal care for the mother. You cannot say you are pro-life when you vote against Head Start. You cannot say you are pro-life when you do not want to expand Medicaid to keep hospitals open. You cannot say you are pro-life when you have OBGYNs who are not available in your state. You cannot say you are pro-life when you have black women who are dying at a higher rate during childbirth and you do nothing public policy-wise to fix it. You cannot say you are pro-life if you allow infant mortality rates to be sky high in areas with that black and brown people. What that tells me is you are anti-abortion. You are not pro-life. Right. Because if right. you are pro-life right. you care about the child in the womb right. and when the child is out. Thank and you. if you are pro-life, you are standing there with black folks when their kids are killed by cops. You are right. not silent. So Come if you are pro-life, be pro-life from the womb to the tomb, Come but on. not just in the womb. Okay. I don't agree oh. with him. 
Oh, you don't? Nope, I don't agree with him. You, well, last year you no. agreed with half no. of that stuff. It, it, but, but here's the deal I said. Republicans are doing that, you know, and, and especially as it pertains to uh, abortion with these pri- uh, crisis pregnancy centers, which Pritzker just now signed a bill to come after them I know, for deceptive practices. A judge halted. halted I know he, the, the judge, the Illinois judge did halt. Yeah. But all he just said. Okay. Prenatal care. Okay. Uh, okay. Of course, the health care. I didn't. I didn't hear him mention. He, he said. He said, "Why you don't have OBGYNs yeah. in your in your towns? You know why? Tort laws. Okay. Change the laws. You know what? Me, a medical malpractice is a real thing for OBGYNs. Mm-hmm. You know I know this. Uh-huh. When I sat on the, the, the judiciary uh, in, uh, committee in Springfield, OB OBGYNs used to contact me all the time to talk about it. Can we have tort reform in Illinois as it relates to uh, medical malpractice? Well, with all of this stuff that he talked about, except for police killing black people. Uh, they want funded by government. That's my point. You know, I don't. I don't agree with government incentivizing people to live up to their responsibilities. You laid down and had that kid, created that life. You take care of that life. I took care of four daughters. Did not need government to help me do it. I do not agree with government stepping in, taking over as the parent or helping the parents. Right. You. Do it like thousands of years of people taking care of their own kids. We don't need government to do it. You can't out Democrat a Democrat. So I don't I don't agree with government paying for any of it. Right. At all. Right. I don't co-parent with the government. Right. About that. Okay. I don't co-parent with the government. That's right. They want us to. They're forced. They're trying to force us to. But I'm I'm, I refuse to co-parent with the government. Those are my children, not theirs. And I'll fight and do whatever I can. To make sure that that continues to be the case, not just for me, but for millions and millions of Americans as well. All right. I'm we'll with be, you. I'm we'll with be you. right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. You up? Sound like you up, man. Who now has a beetle, a pink Barbie beetle. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Al, our boy. What's up, brother? What's going on, Al? Uh, uh, Merlon, I'm just going to tell you, man, you can paint the uh, Volkswagen Beetle red. It's still going to be feminine. Oh, <laughs> just you know on. that record, okay? <laughs> I know it's a nice vehicle, but don't worry about that. Don't get into that part. <laughs> and uh, two, why are you going to fight Ricky Henderson Monday? What, what's happening? Why, why Why are you giving him some energy? I've, I've, I've been his favorite opponent for years, and... <laughs> He like, we love each other, man. We hang out. We chase girls. We drink. Well, he, well, he drinks Hennessy. I drink martinis. And, and, and he's a good guy. And I'm going to tell you something. We don't even talk politics unless we're on the radio. And he needs to get it out Amen. from time to time. And I need to get it out from time to time. And I think I'm at my best when I face off with uh, progressives and leftists. And you, you, you see how I do feel when he, he upsets me and I just go to a whole nother level. So, you know, and I so and, and, but but the difference is me and Ricky can hang out and, and be people, just be regular people. So I love it. And, and, and That's awesome. That's awesome. I know you and Ricky hung out like that. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Man. So tune in from 7 uh, from seven to 8, man. I want I want you to call in and, and see what you have to say. I'm, I'm a, 
I'll be listening. I'll be listening. All right. Yeah, he, he gets it. You can check. Go ahead, Mark. What'd you say? Well, you know, uh, me and uh, John go way back now. Yeah. And just for the record, mm-hmm. okay, John was the case manager at, Safe, at the Safer Foundation. I was the GED instructor. Yep. Yes, he. Just in case he told you anything otherwise. <laughs> no, he ain't, he ain't said nothing, uh, man. I ain't said nothing bad. <laughs> just in case he threw me under the bus, I just wanted to clarify my position. I would okay. never do that, brother. We had good times over there in Har- Harvey. All right, good luck. All right, brother. Well, uh, y'all enjoy your weekend, hey. man. God bless you. Hey, Al. Al, one yeah. more, one quick question. You get yeah. your tickets yet? For the uh, boat ride? Yeah. I'm going to get on top of that because I want to be there. You had Oberdelli last year, and I want to be there. To, uh, I believe you had Oberdelli yeah. last year, and I want to be it. there this time. Get on right. it, brother. I need to meet you, All brother. Right. I need to meet you. Take care, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, let's go to Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. What's up, brother? Well, good show. Uh, the end of the last uh, half hour, you were talking about tort reform. Yeah. Um, this is one of the reasons, for example, a lot of physicians are not members of the AMA, because yep. during the Obamacare formation time, they gave it lip service, but nothing was done about it. Texas fixed this problem about 20 years ago. They put a cap on what's called non-economic damages of a lawsuit. So let's say if something somebody's injured and they can't work or whatever, they're Recovery costs, you know, unemployment costs are all taken care of. That's not affected. But what they did is they put a cap on these punitive damages because let's yep. say Mr. Smith couldn't have relations with his wife for a, a, a year, ching, ching, worth a million dollars. And so they would yep. get all these big jackpots out of that. So what Texas did, they put a cap on it. And guess what? A lot of people left places like Illinois to go to Texas. One of my good friends is a uh, internal medicine physician. About 10, 12 years ago, his malpractice bill was going to be about forty grand. Wow. He's in Corpus Christi, and he's paying about five today. Wow. And, you know, a lot of OBGYNs have left the state as well. And by doing what they did, you know, they fixed it. And actually, actually George Bush got this passed when he was the uh, president. They got it passed out of the House, but it was filibustered in the Senate. Of because course. Democrats get a lot of money from the trial lawyers. The trial lawyers, man. I'm, listen, I ran up against them in, in Springfield. Yep. That's a very powerful lobbying um, force. They really are. Well, we got to try to do them about it. Anyways, and the other thing, too, another example is I say, people, you like airplanes? And, of course, sure. Well, back in the 70s and 80s, Piper was getting sued for airplanes that were 50 years old. Wow. And things. And so what they did is they passed what's called the General Aviation Revitalization Act. And what that did, it put a statute of repose or a window of opportunity that is only good for like 18 years or something. And after that, it's immune from prosecution or from a lawsuit. Wow. Because how can you be in control for something for all these years? You know, and that was just abuse. And that was a bipartisan bill because general aviation manufacturing was dead. Right. They, they, were, they weren't making them. Just, the product liability was too expensive. So they did that. There's been a nice rebound now in the aviation market. So, yeah. so hey, have you had a cold one in the nice little black and white glass or a cup of hot mojo <laughs> I, in the cup? I, I've had that, and I've had my morning coffee, too. Oh, my man. Thanks so much, Jim. Appreciate your call, brother. Always. Good job. Uh, you know, it's one thing to virtue signal like what uh, Roland Martin did. You can talk about all this stuff, but get into the There's, there's, there's always, it's, it, you know what, the more important stuff is always in the details. Yeah. You know, you can sit out there and bloviate all you want. About all those type of things, but you know, like like what Jim just talked about, tort reform, dude. Right. If American doctors and any physicians, if 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 we're ever going to do something with that, especially here in Illinois, we have to have tort reform. Yeah, it won't. You know, it won't yet. happen because the trial lawyers won't allow it to happen. You know, we have it in Indiana. 
Oh, you do? Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, Mike Pence was the one that put it in uh, Put it in play. We have tort reform. You bring a court case against somebody, if you lose, you pay. Yeah. Hey, what happened to Jamie Foxx? Somebody say he's in uh, trouble. Uh, 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 tr- no, no. He no, some kind they, of- they said on YouTube he's in trouble. Oh, I don't know. I know he had that uh, meltdown on his new show that's on uh, Netflix. Oh, uh yeah. They they, t- they clone Tyrone. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I can watch that. <laughs> I watched it. How was it? Yeah, it was. yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I knew it. Jim Mitchell, hold the line. We'll take your calls when we get back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. Let's go to the phone lines. Jim from Chicago. What's up, brother? Thanks for holding. Yeah, hi, guys. If, if I'm the GOP's uh, lawyer and I'm trying to get th- this case in Washington delayed, it's not a good idea to go on social media and make veiled threats against the prosecutor because in the judge's mind, he's going to say, well, how long will we continue to make these veiled threats? We'll have to get him to court as fast as possible. We can't put his family, we can't put Jack Smith's family in jeopardy or... Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a silly idea. His lawyers must be pulling their hair out because they, they figure we, we, you know, they want to delay this thing until Trump at least gets a chance at the election yeah. and then he can pardon himself. But at this rate, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna speed that up as fast as they can because they're not going to allow bail threats against this prosecutor. Hey, hey, hey Jim, 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 did you say that when the Supreme Court justices' lives came under attack? Or did you say that when... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When, when, when Maxine Waters How about, was, how about Nancy Pelosi says, we can go on and on with these trucks. Right, these trucks are point. crazy. Look, we're, we're in an atmosphere where people are nuts enough to carry these trucks out. I'm sure that that's... In that judge's mind, when they go to court on Monday, they're trying to delay it until Thursday, in his mind, he's going he's gonna to think to himself, well, if I delay this for two, three months, or four months, whatever it may be, it's only going to put these people in jeopardy. So I, I think a fast and speedy trial is everybody's interest. Jim, Jim, he's not being charged with inciting a riot. Oh, yeah. What happened with that? Yeah, he's not being charged with that. And, and you know what, Jim? He's got four Jim, felonies. Jim, he's Jim, got four Jim, felonies. Hold on, Jim. Gonna, Jim he Jim, does Jim. not have four, four felonies. felonies. He does not have four felonies. He's been charged he's with charged three. With four felonies. He's been, well, oh, yeah. Four fe- yeah, he's being charged. He's charged. not convicted. He's not convicted of anything. So no, you all I, got- I know. And they say he's convicted. He has to go to court, yeah, but, but they have to make up their mind when this court date is going to yeah, win this that's date. fine. And it's going to be after. It's going to be after the election. It's not going to be before. And, Jim, I want... Be before. Jim, be before yeah, no, it won't. It won't. It won't. No, it won't. It won't. And, and, and even if he got convicted before the election, he will be out on appeal until after the election. And guess what? It will go to the Supreme Court while he's president, and it will be overturned. And Jim, I want you to be the first caller at seven o'clock Monday. <laughs> seven o'clock Monday. Don't call at six o'clock. Call at seven o'clock because I want you, Jim. I want you. I guess he told you, Jim. Thanks, brother. <laughs> I'm too fat. Let's go to Mitchell. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up there, guys? Um, Verlon, John. You know, one thing that nobody wants to talk about, right? These these radical Democrats on COVID-19, you know that the New York Times admitted that they overcounted the deaths and exaggerated the deaths that were associated with COVID back in 2020 and, and, and afterward. Uh, you can't believe these people for a second. 
And the idea, uh, Berlant, to your point about how they're not going after Trump based on the fact that there was no insurrection, because they have no, they have no facts. No, it was the most manufactured consent. This thing is the giant ruse. This, the, the reason why they can't get Trump on uh, an insurrection, because most Democrats don't even understand the definition of an insurrection. Okay, no, they don't. It happened in American, the last time it happened in American history was 1961. James Meredith, we, we talked about this before, at Oxnard, or, yeah, Oxford in uh, Mississippi. Okay? <clears throat> because General Walker, who didn't want to see a black guy going into college, who was a he was a former Air Force. He brought a shotgun and a, 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 a hatchet, and he incited 4,000 people on that campus against uh, the, the federal marshals that the Kennedy brothers, they gave him 200, and they got basically slaughtered. Guess what they did? Bobby Kennedy took this General Walker. He had him in a psychiatric evaluation for two weeks, and he got acquitted. <laughs> now, that's <laughs> the last time in history this has happened. So explain this to me, John, in Verlaine. What? Where's the disconnect with these idiots? They have nothing on him. Well, they don't care. That's the disconnect. You know, I mean, there there was a time when when politicians you could call them statesmen. That's out the door. Right. That, they don't care. These these people they have no scruples. They, they they they're mentally deranged and they don't care and they want to see the destruction of this country. That's just that's oh, just sure. it. They want to see the destruction of this country. And John, don't you look at look at the bigger picture about just our, these thugs in Illinois that are basically have no sense of accountability. What is going on? I mean, is there there is we have, we have a uh, literally a mayor in Chicago that literally is giving them a free pass, and they know it. So his strategies of being a good cop or a good guy isn't working because these thugs, okay, that are amoral, they're just creating more violence. They're creating more what I call chaos, and there's no accountability for these people. It's a train wreck. You hear what I'm saying here, Daddy O? I hear what you're yes, saying, sir. Daddy O. Thank you, brother. Take care. You take care. All right. Uh, hey, Vlon. Um, sir. Did you hear this? Hey, Al, just a reminder. This isn't a. Wait, that's not the one. That's not the one. That's not the one. That's not the one. I, I just had it. What did I do with it? What did, oh, we got time. 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 We got There it is. There it is. One day, our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or J- Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history. Uh, yeah, I saw this on Dan Prof's Twitter, right? <laughs> I saw this on Dan Prof's Twitter. I said, oh, idiot. Yeah, somebody may want to talk to him about what happened with uh, those founders and, the, and, and that revolution of, about overthrowing the British rule. Um yeah, see that's 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 the part that people want to forget about who we are as Americans. Yeah, that's the part that people f- forget about that in the Constitution it talks about overthrowing government. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to have that conversation because then you get put in Facebook jail, you get put in all the social media jails because you're inciting people to go out and do bad things. Yeah, the Tree of Liberty. Don't ever forget the Tree of Liberty. You know what the Tree of Liberty is? Tell me. Uh, I'll tell you when we come back. All right. You're listening to Black and White Radio on the M560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Go out and get your boat tickets. Black and White, I mean, 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Get your boat tickets. Blackandrightradio.com. Get your merch. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and White Radio. On AM560, the answer. You cut that music. That's that song. I gotta get that song out. I keep saying it. I gotta send. I gotta send Marcus a, a, a message getting that song out. How about some Culture Club? Uh, Beetle, Pink Beetle. You got a pink beetle. Gray, gray. <laughs> you got a pink suit. <laughs> oh, and now you want some some Culture Club, man. Come on, man. They, it was that was nice back then. No. That's not Culture Club. Alon, you concern me sometimes, brother. You know, I see why your buddy feels that you lost your black heart. <laughs> but uh, so uh, back in 1787, in a letter to William Smith, Thomas Jefferson said, uh, the, tr- the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the bloods of patriots and tyrants. And I think sometimes we talked about this maybe a month or two ago about how uh, when you look at some of the things that our founding fathers said about this republic, um, Al Sharpton wouldn't agree with them. Here's an, here's an exchange between with Sharpton and former Congressman Green from um, Georgia. Listen to this. Okay. Hey, Al, just a reminder, this isn't a democracy, it's a republic. And we're reflective of the oh, people that we represent. Oh, this is not a democracy. And it's a republic, Al. Look at the Constitution. We're reflecting uh-huh. the people of the, of the Ninth District. And we're and again, I just want to make one thing very clear. And I, and I enjoy having this conversation I, with you. I, I you enjoy having it, too, because I really hope the people in the Ninth District know on the next election that they should not vote thinking this is a democracy. That well, Doug should, Collins should says this is not a democracy. I'll even this, send you the clip. Um, He's a jackass. Somebody going to tell him about that? <laughs> it literally says republic in the Constitution. It doesn't say democracy in the, in, the, in the Constitution. What does it say, Vilar? Number one. To the republic. For, for which, which it stands. stands. I, was about to say the, I was about to say the whole thing. Under God. I, I pledge allegiance to the flag right. of the United States of America. And to the republic. For which for, it stands. For which it stands. Idiot. Yeah. He's just an idiot. One nation under God. Indivisible. With liberty and justice. And justice. For, for who? For all, oh no, just for just for just for um, just for uh, LGBTQ. They don't even believe in it. Yeah, they don't even believe in it. They they want to. No, no, justice and all is just for white people. Well, that's they're the only one. That's probably what they believe. They're the only one. That's what they believe. Yeah. Um, The reason why we find ourselves in the predicament we're in as a country, as a nation, is because we've been operating like a democracy. Yeah. The rule of law, the Constitution. We are a constitutional republic. That's who we are. And and for people like him, and and, and Vilan, think about this. This is a, he's the thought leader of today in the black community. And and our and our and they're teaching this to our kids. Yeah, which they don't understand. So then when they run into something, oh, but Al Sharpton said, well, that's somebody from. Our age group would refer to an Al Sharpton. He's bigger now than he was when we were growing up. I I know in our age group, but when you refer to the younger people, they don't they don't think about him. There's other community activists that they look to that's closer to their age. That's worse than him. Yeah, worse than him. You just wait until my trouble make a second. See, see, but but that that clip wasn't about the personality. It was about the subject matter in which he spoke. Um, this is what th- we got people in the halls of, of Congress. We have people in the halls of our state legislative bodies that be- still believe this to this day. But it's it's worse than that, because 
You're talking about people that at least do know of the Constitution and what we speak right now. These young people don't even know about the Constitution. They do at Grace. They do at Grace Association. Okay, but I'm talking about the the activists that want to bring down right. this country. They don't know they don't nothing. Care about they the don't even care. Right. So it's worse than what we're saying. Remember that Constitution was the white man's uh, was basically the white man's leash that whipped black people. Remember that. Mm. I've heard I've heard activists say that. Now that's the a, Constitution was the whip that was used to, to 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 basically keep black people in prison. That's a new one on me. Yeah, you listening to Black and Right guys? Don't go anywhere. Hour two coming up. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour two, Black and Right Radio on AM560. Yeah, so yeah, Valon, I'm getting, I feel my energy there now. My energy is there. Yes, that first hour got me going, got me, got my blood moving and pumping. You if, are the troublemaker this week. I, I am. I know what's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. You can listen to Black and Right Radio no matter where you are. In these United States of America or in the world, we had somebody listening to us in Switzerland. Uh, we have people listening to us in China, Iran, Iraq. We, I'm, I'm shocked. A lot of these people are listening to us in in many different countries. That's it's, awesome. It's um, it's because somebody said I had somebody uh, send me a message uh, and say, you know, what I really love about y'all show is if you guys are authentic. Mm. Um, I may not always agree with you. But I know it's coming from a good place. Now that's now that's a good comment, you know. And because one of the things that we try to do on this show is just to give our our opinion on the issues of of, of the week. I can't right. say of the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's so much. But that, I also have people get mad because there's certain things like we didn't talk about. Um, we didn't get into the weeds of the um, affirmative action. Uh, it was. I listen. I, I, the way I, you know, how I pick subjects to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, I, if I hear too much on the radio. Right. Week, I'm not going to talk about it. Thank you. You know, because people have bludgeoned it to death. And, yeah. you know, uh, I, I just won't do it. Uh, but if, uh, if you guys are interested um, to come on the boat cruise, September 9th, 2023, from 4 to 7, head over to 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Get your tickets. I'm telling you, is it a is it an amazing event? It's a nice time. You meet good people. Yeah. You have nice, calm, calm conversations. Even Phil was tame. Yeah, he was tame. Yeah, he helped out Stephanie when she got a little seasick. Motion sickness. Yeah. Uh, he was talking to Amy Jacobson. Yep. You know, he was even yep. tamed. You know, he he kept his composure. And Captain Joe, the captain of the ship, he gets us through those those some of those. Sometimes that water, <laughs> it gets the moving, and then you know, and uh, he he said to this, he said this year, he said, um, Johnny. Uh, I'm gonna handle the food though. Not that he's gonna pay pay for it, but he said, uh, "Let me order all the food." Oh, okay. He's got <laughs> because, something special. Yeah, no, because we 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 ordered for like 150 people last year. It was a lot left over. No, it was gone. 
Oh my god! It like that food left quick. I think I only got a finger sample. I didn't get anything. Wow! Get in my belly! <laughs> I didn't get anything. Come on. So, guys, I'm telling you, it's. I mean, imagine this: a live radio show on the waters of Lake Michigan. Uh, you're around uh, people who like-minded people. Um, it's um, you get beverages, whatever beverage of your choice. You you're able to get that and free food. And if you do the ninety dollar ticket, you get a customized t-shirt for that day so head over to 560answer.com slash cruise let's go let's move and, oh gosh hey uh-oh KC in the sunshine bank uh-oh repeat in the house go ahead Pete you got the notion that's what I'm talking about. Pete got soul, baby. Oh, I love it, Pete. Pete the man. Repeat, Pistol Pete. Not squirrel hands. I'm sorry, Sean. I He's can't not squirrel do hands. I can't do squirrel hands. Sean, Sean was on fire this week, though. I heard most of the week. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was hitting it out the park. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple of his guests. He had one guest on that I'm going to get on the show, um, talking about the Second Amendment. And uh, I'm gonna get him. I I, I sent Carlina, I mean, um, uh oh, yeah, K. I sent okay. K a, a message <laughs> saying, "Hey, I gotta get that guess." So I won't say who it is because I want to be. A, I want it to be a surprise. Okay. But um, and if you want to get the merch, head over to five. I mean, blackandrightradio.com. Get some merch. Help a brother out. <laughs> I, I really would love to take this show. If if I'm not gonna get an everyday show, I would love to start thinking about the the, the idea of syndicating the show. Uh, getting on more radio stations. I've had a few people from L.A., uh, one from L.A., one from Texas, reach out asking if I wanted to buy an hour. So I'm 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 interested in that. All right. And doing all this type of stuff helps me um, purchase those uh, those hours because once you you get into those markets, especially the L.A., you get into we get into the L.A. market. You know, uh, I'm sure they'll come calling asking us to saying, "Hey, look, you know, get some sponsors." I'm sure of that. So, also looking for sponsors for the boat cruise too. So, if you want to sponsor the boat cruise, um, send me an email at blackandrightradio at blackandrightradio at gmail dot com, blackandrightradio at gmail dot com. If you're interested in sponsoring the boat cruise, I mean your 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 logo will go on the back of all the shirts, and we'll actually interview the day of the boat if you if you can make it. You know, Can't that felt long, Vlad. Can't wait to see you. You know that, that felt. I said that felt so long. Oh, <laughs> but our special guest isn't here yet, and I'm upset. I know you're listening in your car. He's on um, uh, WP time. <laughs> White people, people time. <laughs> oh no, let's call it what Dan says. He's on HPT, Hunky People time. Oh, How about that? <laughs> let's go to Tom from Sherryville. Tom, what's up? Thanks for holding. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys were talking about Al Sharpton. I mean, remember the first time I saw him on TV? I think it was either '87 or '88 on the Morton Downey Jr. show. Mm, yeah, that was my guy. And he was talking about the the Tawana Brawley case. I yep. think that was 1987 yep. in New York City. Yeah, and I there was, and then he he returned to the show. I think in '88, and, and he was he was in a fight on stage. I remember that, but that's how that's how Morton Downey Jr.'s show was. I used to love it. Did it? No, wait. Now let's yeah, see if your, a, let's see if your memory is pretty a train good. Train wreck. Let, let me. It was a train it, wreck. But it was so time. as as a young man, I couldn't wait. I stayed up to watch it. Now was his show on before or after Rush Limbaugh's? Oh, 
It was actually before Rush Limbaugh right. because Rush Limbaugh he went Rush Limbaugh went uh, national in '88. In '84, he was in Sacramento oh, only. Right. You did, I didn't even know who Rush Limbaugh was until about 1991 or so. Because Rush Limbaugh was the last show. Because you know back then. The TV used to turn off. It was like, you know, uh, no more programming. So I used to look at my politics after Morton Downey Jr. After, you know, he was like the first Jerry Springer. So so it was like it was that was my late night television. I would go in the house early and watch both of those shows. I love your memory, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom. I know Verlon. I knew that you were a Morton Downey Jr. So, uh, you, you, I knew that you were into that. I was a young man at the time, too, like early 20s. Or... Well, you know, Verlon, his interest, you know, the pink beetle, the pink suit. So, I mean, come on, man. How you old know. are you? Because I was about 16, I believe. How old are you? Uh, well, I was, I'm 58. I was like 22 back then or okay. 23. Yeah. All right. I'm 51. So, it was. Hey. Okay. And speaking of, um, to the late, great Rush Limbaugh, El Rushbow, man, that, that guy. Uh, I'm not sitting here today if I hadn't been listening to his show for so many None years, man. So thanks so much for calling us. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Glenn from Oak Brook. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, Verlon, Verlon, just a small correction. That song, Rock the Boat, is the Hughes Corporation, not Casey. Oh, Hughes I messed up. Hughes Corporation. Good no. good man. So, Live on radio, um, too. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was Casey. So, so, John, so uh, Joe Biden's on vacation at the beach. Uh, he's got a campaign uh, to run or get involved with. Why doesn't he seem to care about that? Is the fix in? Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't care what he says. Uh, I believe some some television person was talking about it on, on CNN, and they were saying that um, Biden said he's not going to pardon um, a blanket pardon for Hunter and all that. That's a lie. Let it happen. I don't believe. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Thanks so much for calling us, Glenn. What's up, brother? Get, get, up on, get the on the mic, man. There's not, nothing it, oh, uh, oh, just walk over here and get a good. Let me put him to work. You walk know, over here. <laughs> you, you know what? We got all yeah. troublemakers in the studio. This one right here. No, he's connected to it. I'm connected yeah. to this one. He needs some. No, needs, no, no. He needs the, for the mic. Off oh, for the mic. Oh, okay. Well, you could just talk into but, it. Look at this, look at this suit. I know, that's the I know, one. That's that's I, I switched seats. I don't know. I think John Cass was in that seat, man. Which one? The lower one? Yeah, that low seat. Right. Yeah, that's a I'm low. already small enough he, as it push, is. Push it up. Pull it up. He's not even all that tall to be sitting in the low seat like right. that. Right. I mean. I don't know why that seat is that low, but I can't sit right. in it. You know, did you hear what we said? You on WP time? <laughs> yeah, white people time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 5.15, sir. Why? Well, it's about 5 o'clock. You said 5. Uh-uh. And you a lawyer. You know the judge don't like it when you show up late. Excuse me. Uh Wait, he right. He's a lawyer. He knows how to mince words. (laughs) Right. I said about I said five o'clock. You didn't hear that lawyer Lee's thing. Full disclosure. But I wasn't billing at the time, so it's okay. I didn't Uh, charge for the extra. Okay. Full disclosure, Dennis is about to start some trouble. We're gonna get some phone calls. Oh, I love it. This clip is all for Dennis. I I, you know what, John, I called you earlier today. I sent it to Verlon and you last night. Yeah. This, I hope, will stir some thought process oh. from the grassroots oh, to the establishment to the operation. And to Phil, if you're listening, you want a white troublemaker? I'm here. Uh-oh. I'm your huckleberry right here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Calling him out. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. That's right. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Hey. 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 
Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I don't hear you. I, I can hear myself. You, you can hear yourself? Yeah. I can hear you Man, too. I can't I can't hear nothing. Uh-oh. John sounds great. Oh, you know what you did? Oh. You turned down. I didn't do I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Chaos! No, no, he's you know what, Pete's don't you must don't know that this this one is messed up right here. Yeah. This uh, the plug is the plug is you switched it. Yeah. You you switched it. Amy doesn't use the one that's near you. Yeah, the, the one. The, this one is. This she one. used the one. That, okay, we'll fix okay, it. Don't, okay, I, I I gotta play with the cord. Yeah. I have to play with the cord. Yeah, over here. Be, you'll be all right. I don't like that. You'll be all right. You can hear us. No, no, you can't hear us. No. Uh, I can't hey, hear nothing. Uh, so I gotta kick this off with the L, the great El Rushbo. Uh, I know, I know you got a clip that you want me to play. Are you but talking I wanna, about me? I'm talking to you, um, uh, counselor. All right. Um, but I want to start this off. With words that Rush Limbaugh said, so right, right. I think it was right before he left this earth. Um, I think they are. These are words that I think are are important as we see what's being played out in front of us. Um, Rush Limbaugh was my hero. He was somebody that I looked to every day. I was turning on his show uh, to get educated about the issues. Listen to what Rush Limbaugh had to say, and then we, we'll we'll gradually get to you and your. Your desanctimonious clip. <laughs> Can I say this? What? Tom from Blue Island, this is you, man. Oh, yeah. It's your time to step up, Tom. Oh, yeah. Well, listen to Rush. I know they desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again. Because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Boom. Come on, you got to admit that those words... And he said this, and then I hate to hear his voice because that's, it wasn't that strong, bombastic uh, Rush Limbaugh's voice. But, prosecutor? He was sounding the alarm, Yeah, John. He knew from all the years of experience of what he has seen, and he knew what was coming, and we're living it right now. Mm-hmm. And so they would do everything to stop their biggest political enemy, the person they are most afraid of. Right. And... So what would what do you do? You indict the man three times. You've got another one coming probably next week yeah, or Georgia. a couple of weeks in Georgia. And that used to be off limits. Now we've opened the door. And as I've talked to you about it before, I believe that every president will not have to pardon themselves, their family, and their friends before they leave office. Right. So that they don't spend a lot of time with this nonsense of... What's that pardon they call that? It's a... They call, there's a word for that type of pardon, right? Well, it's, nobody's ever pardoned themselves. Right. And so before, you know, like here in Illinois, you bring the Prisoner Review Board and the governor gets recommendations. 
the, the governor and the president have a chance to pardon anybody who they want to pardon. Right. Because that's the part of the Constitution where we're like, hey, even if we think there's other issues that are above and beyond the legal parameters, let's let's give them the authority for a pardon. Yeah. But we shouldn't be in a in a republic like we are, where the former president is under indictment by state and federal Correct. and even civil jurisdictions yeah. now. But it's I, ridiculous. I believe the president is gonna show you something about character. He's gonna let the process play out, even if he gets convicted. If he wins the election, he's not going to pardon himself. What he's going to do is he's going to let it go to the Supreme Court and through the process. And when it gets overturned, he's going to show you character. That's called character. Well, I believe he has to end up pardoning himself because he has to govern. Right. People don't forget this. When you become politicians and win an election, you have to govern. Right. And the president can't spend time in court in D.C., in New York. Uh, in Florida, running around while he's trying to deal with, assuming he wins, right. China and Russia and any other issues that come up. And, and so you can't have him hamstrung and say, here, you're going to be in court all day. Right. We don't have time for that. The, the world moves too fast to have right. your president under indictment and going to, to yeah. trial now, for frivolous things. Now, you know, this. this I, I actually have the indictment. Right here, right? Do you remember Democrats saying this about these elections? Because this is the exact same thing that this guy went back to, what, an 1866 law for the Klan? 1866. That we used to go after the Ku Klux Klan, right? Um, But remember this about Democrats and what they had to say about certain elections. Al Gore won the election. Al Gore was elected president of the United States. Right. This wasn't counted. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. Do you think Republicans stole that election? In 2000? Uh-huh. I wish the United States Supreme Court had let them finish counting the votes. The Supreme Court denied the actual and accurate counting of the votes of Florida. If Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush... Jim Baker and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. An election has been stolen, robbed. It wasn't a fair process. It wasn't a neutral process. It was a process that was written. Now, these were elected officials, some serving in Senate, Congress. Um, Sound familiar to you? It does. We're just 23 years ahead of uh, of when those comments were made. Yeah. And that was okay because the media said, hey, you're Democrats. You say what you want. Uh, the Republicans stole the election. And now if you use free speech, which is guaranteed under the First Amendment. And remember, listeners, the First Amendment is the First Amendment because it was put there because our framers thought it was the most important yeah. thing to be included the most important thing. And so now we will use social media to stop you. Right. We will use, we will have gag orders that will try to process because you fought back and now we're going to chill your speech and we're going to stop your speech. And we're no longer in a society that if you speak out, we will, we will cancel you. We will destroy your business. We will destroy your reputation. That's not what free speech was about, Correct. because 
in law school and previous, and we've all learned that the answer to speech, which we believe is misinformation or lies or whatever, is what did they say, John? More speech. Yeah. Yeah. We want people to weigh in with more speech yep. on yep. programs like this, on social media, in the newspaper, talking to your friends at the water cooler. If people are still going into an office, the world changes, but the First Amendment stands because that's what separates us from every other country on this earth. That's why it's so important. And that now you are seeing it being broken down bit by bit, indictment by indictment, and it is ludicrous where we find ourselves today. Right. And you, am I building my case well? Is, is, you are building a great case. <laughs> now let's hear what the president, former president himself had to say. The country is in a very dark place right now. But even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up on America. Mark my words. In 2024, we will win back the White House. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the oh, Marxists, the fascists. <laughs> we will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We won in 2016. We had a rigged election in 2020, but got more votes than any sitting president. We're going to win like never before, and we're going to make America great again. I can truly say I believe better than ever before. Thank you for all of your support and for all of your prayers. He will, he will never see a day. I agree. Um, Joe, Mike, Eduardo, hold the lines. We'll take your calls when we get back from break. Uh, and then the DeSantis clip that you've been wanting me to play. Oh, We'll be right God. back. <laughs> back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor. The prosecutors, let me clear these calls, and then we're going to go at it, guys. Let's go to Joe from Dundee. Joe, welcome to Black and Right. Joe, you there? Yeah. Hey there. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. uh, um, uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell's song, uh, It Ain't No Mountain High. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but you already hear one of the best songs of all time. And Aretha uh, Franklin's song, Holy, Holy, Holy. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. I mean, um, we're talking back uh, to uh, Super CFL and WLS days. You know, I'm 60. <laughs> well, if you want to talk uh, about Aretha Franklin, I like Ain't No Way. Uh-oh. Uh, you know what? We all love uh, Arisa. Oh my God! The day she died, I, I cried. Yeah. The day that uh, Whitney Houston died. Yeah. Uh, all right, Joe. What What about the indictment? Uh, well, you know, uh, not good. Not good. Yeah. Uh, going after your uh, political opponents. Uh. Uh, through the DOJ, you know, is not a good thing. And, you know, I, I'm one of 10. 
Hey, the mom and the dad, and you know, yeah, I'm one of eight, and and we argue, uh, you know, about this, and it's about, uh, you know, who the hell's in charge? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my radical alpha feminist uh, sister thinks she's in charge and thinks that God is uh, non-binary. Hey, hey, Joe. Joe, next time, invite me to the party, all right? Oh, <laughs> invite yeah. me to the party, Joe. Oh, shit. Yeah, we've had oh. some great parties. He said sure. He said sure. He said sure. Uh, he said yeah, sure. Yeah, he, uh, is, he, is he coming to the cruise? Everything. Yeah. Are you coming yeah. on the cruise, Joe? Oh, shit. I don't have the money. Oh, no, he no. said it there. That's all. Uh, all right. Thanks so much, Joe. Appreciate it. <laughs> Let's go to Mike Melger. Yeah, Hi. Hi, Mike. Hey, I, I, how you doing, John? I'm doing well. I, yeah, I've got a few questions. Yeah. First question would be, what was the purpose of the cameras on the drop boxes? Mm. Mm. Well, they would to to to, to deter um, any criminality, any. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Said, yeah. What, what was the purpose of Pence asking if there's any objection to the electors being counted? Yeah. Dennis and I had this conversation. You want to you want to tackle that? We just had this conversation. We yesterday. did have this conversation about I don't know five hours or, or yeah. so ago. Uh, it's really a ministerial duty. It's really not designed for a big confrontation. It's really just there that we say, know that we know about. It's never been challenged. Right. Never been challenged. And, and then who's the? And then if why didn't he reconvene the debate about the electors when they re, you know when they came back together after the the supposed riot? But see, he doesn't have to. So this is such an, you know, a process that nobody really knows much about. And we always forget there's electors. Mm-hmm. That's why you, you're you voting for not only the president, the vice president, you're voting for the elector. Yep. And before it's pretty much perfunctory, the electors go there, they cast their ballots, the, the, the person wins. And then here you go. Now we have, we're going to challenge the process which doesn't make a lot of sense in an indictment when you are challenging the process as it's happening as something you should be indicted for. Right. So, well, it's an, that would, that, but who decides then if the debate, if they decided that, yeah, those electors shouldn't be counted. So who's, uh, whose authority it is to decide that? Wouldn't that be Pence's? That's why he's presiding over it. Right. So that's what we're, I think we're going to learn a lot more about our learn, constitution yeah. Mm. And the elector process. And remember, the Democrats have been trying to get rid of the electors. Yep. Yeah. They want the popular vote because they want to take it away from different regions. They want California, Illinois, New York, and New Jersey to decide everything. So this is where you're, we're all learning more about our history, what our founding fathers thought about, and were thinking about hundreds of years ago. So I guess we'll see as the process plays out because ultimately. The Supreme Court will rule on who has what authority and when. Well, now, after that happened, uh, Congress passed a new law. Yeah, his his, his role is now. right is is ceremonial. That's it. He he does not yeah, have that but how power can anymore. They do that without they just altered the Constitution. How right? How could they do that? How, how could they change the Constitution? And and I don't get it. Help well, me understand that. As part. you know, John, any law passed by a legislative body is presumed constitutional. Right. And so now nobody's challenged it. And maybe we're going to find out more from when Trump goes on trial for indictment number three 
to see who has what authority and when. Right. Mm-hmm. And we still have a lot to learn from Mike Pence and his role and what is going to come out about the notes. Donald Trump and the notes and everything else. Um, and I guess we'll learn a lot more in the future, or maybe not yeah. with the gag order. Right. We'll That's see. True. All right. Well, and so the left had every reason to stop that that uh, debate or to stop. Well, that's the whole. That, in my opinion, that's what it was really. A, I think that's what's going to come. Hopefully, that comes out that that's what actually happened, Mike. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks so much for calling. We got to go to break, Mike. Uh, you listening to Black and Right? Uh, uh, Representative uh, McLaughlin is listening. Call in if you want to, brother. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and now the new trouble prosecutor. Uh, troublemaker prosecutor. Uh-huh. Uh, before we go to those calls, let's set the... You want to set this up, this audio clip up? You know, so I texted John and Verlon yesterday. I ran across a clip from... Ron DeSantis, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, I'm not a never Trumper, but I'm not an only Trumper. And I will vote for the Republican standard bearer. But I think this speech speaks directly to what the future of the party looks like, what the future of the election looks like, and how you actually win elections. I hear that a lot. How do you win elections? How do you talk about issues? How do you get the emotions going? And I think this clip speaks directly to it. Here we go. You get on that debate stage with Donald Trump and he starts to belittle you. How are you going to respond? So here's the thing. These insults are so phony. These insults are juvenile. That is not the way a great nation should be conducting itself. That is not the way the president of the United States should be conducting himself. So I enjoy the debate. You know, the people in New Hampshire have been great. They're opinionated. Let's have those debates about the issues. I'm not going to insult somebody, somebody's looks or somebody's dress or something like that. Uh, I wouldn't teach my kids to treat people like that. We have a six, five and a three year old. We teach our kids to treat people the way you would want to be treated uh, yourself. So we will have differences uh, on issues. And, you know, one of the things I think about the former president, and I appreciate he did do a lot of great things, and I was a big supporter, but he's running in 2024 on the things that he promised to do in 2016 and didn't do. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not drain the swamp, not even close. We ended his presidency with Anthony Fauci running the country. You couldn't even fire Fauci. And so now you're going to go drain the swamp. Give me a break. He said Mexico was going to pay for the border wall. Do you see the border secured? I see people coming in uh, infinitum. He said that he was going to lock Hillary up, just like he's now saying he's going to do a special counsel for Biden two weeks after the election in 20. Ah, forget about it. Don't worry about it. And then he actually said he was going to eliminate the national debt. He added eight trillion dollars to the debt. We've paid down our debt in Florida. He did more in four years than any president has ever done to expand it. That's the record we should talk about. Uh, don't worry about, you know, how he does his hair, how this, all that. We've got to stop with that. And here's the thing as Republicans, that will cause us to lose if we behave that way. There are millions of voters out there who do not like what Biden is doing to this country. They do not like the direction the country's going in, but they aren't going to sign up for a candidate who is behaving like that. So let's be better. Let's look higher and let's set a good standard for our children to follow. Where was this DeSantis? This is what he should have led it with when he came out the block. 
Is it too late now? I don't know if it's too late, but there is your argument against Donald John Trump. Elections are about the future. That goes to the grassroots. That goes to the establishment. That goes to anybody who cares about this next election cycle. He laid it out. The man spent four years as our president, and those are facts that cannot be denied. Where was that, DeSantis? That's what I don't know. I wish he'd been on the trail talking about that immediately. I'm going to yield my time to Verlon because he is chomping at the bit. And if you disagree with the prosecutor, give us a call, 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. Well, as I was telling Dennis in the coffee room, that uh, he was trying to be a gentleman on the way out the gate. He thought everything was going to be above board, but I guess he... Uh, he Who is he? DeSantis? DeSantis. sanctimonious. Yeah, he didn't think Donald <laughs> Trump would come at him that way. He thought it probably, probably would be uh, above board in a fight. He didn't know Donald Trump that well. Yeah. But I wanted to say hey. one thing. That's the first time I've ever heard that word in my life. What? Uh, what, what, what I, nah, I, I just I had it. I was rehearsing it in my head. <laughs> um, infant, what did he say? Infant something. Ad infinitum, which means it, it, no, it, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, whatever that word is. That was that was that was damn prof esque. I was like, what? That caught my attention right there. I don't oh, like it. It's shiny squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> shiny red ball. I was like, wow, that word is awesome. All right, we got some callers on the line. Amish, what's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, my brother? What's up, well, man? man? You know, I love your, you know, I, I love your, 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 your messages you send me, man. I really do. Hey, listen. Uh, you know, you're in my heart and my prayers yeah. all the time in your family. Okay. Thank you, sir. And like I said, I gave you my phone number. If you ever need to reach out, you do it. Okay? Yes, sir. But anyhow, I, you know, this is called long overdue and it prompted me the other day. I don't even know if you know this, John, but I am officially calling for revoking <laughs> my good friend Verlon's black card. And the reason, <laughs> the reasons are numerous. Mm-hmm. I listened to him a long time from his conversion. We first started calling in as a Southside Democrat and I loved him and brought him on board when, and, and, and hugged him when he came on board with conservatism. But listen, man, choosing George Michael over Marvin Gaye was the first sin. Okay. But then, then he has the audacity to text me and say that he was looking at a mobile home. The, the province of us crackers I the am, other day. Did you, did you know that? I, I am. I'm, 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 I'm in the process. I'm waiting for my, my brother left town because I'm going to re, I, I just want to see how much it's going to cost to remodel it. I'm going to sell my house and I'm going to move it to a mobile home. Remodel it? What do you mean? You're going to take out the shag carpet and replace it with new shag? That's John, why he bought the pink beetle. What did we talk about before? That Remember we talking about small towns? We're yeah. there last yeah. time. People live in in trailers in small towns, yeah. right? Yeah. That means that's black right. people and white oh, people. Oh, that's right. So why should Verlon be excluded Thank you. from enjoying well, a double-wide trailer? double-wide. Double-wide. He's stepping up. Oh, man. Maybe with a basement. <laughs> right. He's got Stop indoor it. plumbing, Thomas Texter. This is very exciting for him. I've lost control Just have me out for a barbecue, my brother. I will. I promise. I've lost control of my show. Thanks so much. I, I love you guys. Okay? Love you too, brother. Right. Thanks so much, brother. Uh, uh, let's go to Representative Marty McLaughlin. You, you What's up, You buddy? only got five seconds. I, oh, that's right. Oh, Marty, you get five hold seconds. We'll be right back. I'm sorry. I lost control. <laughs> this is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Uh, 
Welcome back. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Welcome back. I can't stop laughing. These Y'all are, y'all are trouble today. At the line with your ad infinitum. At what you call it? I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't think of it. Ooh, Charlie, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Uh, Representative, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I lost control, complete control of my show just just now. I I didn't even know what time we had left, so please forgive me, Representative. You guys, you guys have been on fire for the last uh, two weeks, so uh, good show. You're cracking. I'm driving to Wisconsin, and yeah. uh, you guys are cracking me up tonight. You're doing a great job. Um, I I saw that Prishka signed what was it 95 bills uh, on Friday? Was it 95 or something like 50? Um, you know, he keeps past. These laws that are woke and uh, taxpayers are going broken. So, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of the stuff that he signed, uh, you know, it, it, it turns my hair white and makes it fall out all at the same time. So, wow. uh, well, I think yeah, I, he, that's not a problem because it's already headed that way. No, I'm just kidding. I know, I know, Verlon. I, I still think you guys need to have, uh, you know, partigas and politics in there. I don't know if they'll let you smoke, but yeah. I'll bring the cigars by. If uh, if you guys do that, I'll be there live. Well, that's a, that's a, actually, you should come to our. Uh, uh, August twenty fourth, cigar with Dennis Prager. Um, Where's that? I, I got to see where it's. At. I'll, I'll make mention of it in the next hour. But uh, we're actually doing a cigar with um, cigar night with Dennis Prager. So, oh, okay. very nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely make time for that, gentlemen. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I uh, you guys, you knocked it dead last week. I was trying to uh, reach out, but you guys are really on it. Uh, competition. Everybody's talking about the presidential race. I think competition's great. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let let let's see all the different ideas in the Republican Party. Let's find the best person. Uh, you know, I mean, I, everyone's picking their horse. Uh, I I love to hear the different takes from the candidates. I think it's great. It's only healthy, and it makes the best person rise to the top. So, you know, we should always embrace competition at all levels. So we should do it in the in the primary here. So. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. We we were talking about that with the Bailey boss race. You know, I I don't have a problem with competition. My thing is, um, when you 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 have two seats that that you could possibly win, the thirteenth and the seventeenth. Let's think about that before we think about competing against our own. Hey, hey oh, yeah, I we, think, which I think he could possibly win, especially the seventeenth. Hey, Marty. Yeah, you know. Yes, sir. Oh, it, it's uh, Dennis Rebelletti. Um, I was wondering hey. how is recruitment coming along. Uh, for candidates, I know that your folks have reached out to me. How how are how are these races shaping up? What do you expect to see, and uh, what is your prognostication for the uh, next year? In which races, Dennis? Are you talking state races or federal races? Or your races? So you know the state rep races are always near and dear to my heart. And um, oh yeah, well everybody uh, down south on the other side, uh, you know, Cat Fax and all these guys. Shia Caprios from Politico. These guys have us all, um, you know, they've got tombstones on all of our graves. But the reality is there's a lot of people up in the suburban areas that feel like we do, that we need to return to reasonable. Uh, this this radical agenda that's been thrown out there, and I'll call them suburban squad members, um, even the Democrats, the moderate Democrats are shaking in their boots by this progressive stuff. It's, it's taken... Uh, Dennis, it's taken regular families and it's making them look at these laws that are being passed and they don't agree with a lot of it. So people like me that were mayor, lower taxes are pretty reasonable, um, you know, can listen to all sides before making decisions. I- I'm very confident in my, in my position 
uh, and in my race, no matter what uh, the prognosticators want to say. And I think the objective there is just to scare away supporters uh, because myself, Jen Santalitro, Amy Grant, Steve Reich, I think we're all in good position. We need you guys, so st- stay tough out there. Yeah. Uh, Representative, right. Representative, thanks. Hey, you, you got to come on the boat cruise or you got to go purchase some merch. Come on, man. Do, do, do them All both. Right. Hey, do them both. Listen, listen. Uh, 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 cigars and uh, I'm with you. I'm right. with you. You can do that on the boat, Relan. too. Can't wait to meet you, yeah. brother. Keep up the good work, Relan. You're knocking it dead. Thank All you, right. brother. Thank you. You listen All to right, Black thanks, and Right, Hour 3, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour 3, Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with The Troublemaker and The Prosecutor. If you missed those first two hours, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. Um, Prosecutor, how great is download having that podcast? Because you listen to the show mostly do the podcast. I do. And just like uh, Marty is driving up to Wisconsin, that's when I listen to it back or forth. And uh, I enjoy listening to it. As a matter of fact, before I came on today, I listened to it because yeah. I wanted to see what was. I, I hadn't finished it from last week. Uh, and I enjoy listening to it when I'm traveling. So yeah. it's uh, in nice all 57 states. All 57 states. <laughs> Me and President Obama have the right count. Okay. Uh, guys, if you um, hopefully. I can see meet a lot of you on the Boku's. I'm telling you, go get your tickets now. Don't wait. These tickets sell out fast. Go get your ticket now at 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Get your tickets to join us September 9th from 4 to 7. We, we, we start boarding at 3.30. Captain Joe will love it. Free Spirit Yacht Cruises. Um, they're the ones who are sponsoring the boat cruise live on Lake Michigan. Um, September 9th from 4 to 7. Head over to 560theanswer.com slash cruise. And then head over to blackandrightradio.com to get the merchandise. Uh, everybody in this studio has purchased merchandise, and I really appreciate that. You should, too. Uh, Valon, before we head off to your troublemaker of the week, Eduardo's been holding for quite some time. Eduardo! You hey, there? guys. How's hey, everything going? Thanks right. for holding. Yeah. Hello, brother. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going on the boat ride. I'm definitely got my... Ticket ready to fly over there in the bowl, so I'm looking forward to that uh, nice. weekend. Can't wait. There. Nice. Uh, I was going to talk about these uh, flash mobs, and it's funny oh. that we all make a big deal, especially in the media, about Jan 6, but you, you had that thing that happened at Roosevelt and Canal last Sunday, and then Case and I, is that how you say it? Who? Case and I. I don't, I don't, the, I'm not uh, familiar. Well, he had a little meetup. Uh, in uh, oh, Union so, Square uh, yesterday oh, in New it, York. In New York. Oh, you're talking about the social media influencer. Yeah. Right, right, right. Now, you see what happens I, when I, you uh, offer I something for free? I didn't know about him, but I was... 
No, I'm sorry, Eduardo. I, I thought you had paused for a second. I said, you see what happened when you offer up something for free? Thousands of people come out and it's a mob and they start tearing up when you don't when they don't get what they want. But I'm sorry, you go ahead, finish up. Finish up. Yeah, well, that's the democratic thing is giving stuff off for free because this is what we have to be fighting against, people that give away stuff. Right. Uh, remember with the free phones and all what that? What was he giving away? Uh, like uh, Xboxes. Uh, yeah, uh, computer stuff, oh, games, right. and all of that. Computer games. And these young people, they go crazy. Was, I mean, he got arrested, but that's brilliant marketing, though. Yeah, but guess what? He got incited. I mean, he got charged with inciting a riot. Really? Yes. Yes. He in jail, brother. Huh. Oh, wow. Not with their bail bond law. I'm right, sure right. He's out. He's out. <laughs> he got out. He said he was sorry, and he's not going to do it. Hey, Eduardo, look forward to seeing you in September, brother. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Have a good week, everyone. You All too. Right. All right. All right, Pete. Hit my music. This week's Troublemaker Award goes out to Struggling Apparel on Reels. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to pay attention to the rhetoric. And this was in the 60s. This was a 60s radical. And compare it to the rhetoric today. Pete, play the clip. The problem exists because white people think they're better than black people and they oh want boy. to oppress us and they want us to allow ourselves to be oppressed. You got one more. I can't solve the problem. You guys pull the strings at closed schools. You guys draw the boundaries that keep our kids restricted to the ghetto. You guys write up the restrictive covenants that keep us out of houses. So it's up to you to talk to your brothers and your sisters and persuade them that they have a responsibility. We've assumed ours for over 400 years and we're tired of this kind of stuff now. We're not going to suffer patiently anymore. No more turning the other cheek no more blessing our enemies no more praying for those who despitefully use us we're going to show you that we've learned the lessons you've taught us we've studied your history and you did not take over this country by singing we shall overcome you did not gain control of the world like you have it now by dealing fairly with a man and keeping your word you're treaty breakers you're liars you're thieves you rape entire continents and races of people then you wonder why these very people don't have any confidence or trust in you your religion means nothing your law is a far and we see it every day. You demonstrated it, and you couldn't walk around and talk to people, stand up in your pulpit on Sunday and preach nice little songs and say, now we're going to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and old Jesus be among us. As far as we're concerned, your Jesus is contaminated, just like everything else you tried to force upon us is contaminated. Oh, now, Phil. Now, uh, uh, oh, you know, if he's still listening, he can't wait to jump on this. Now, listen to that and think about what they talk about today. What's the difference? These people have been at this for the minimum of 60 years. See, this is what the left does. Who was that, Vilan? He was a barber in the 60s. He was just uh, aired on uh, Reel's Instagram, his, his struggling apparel. I don't know what his yeah. name I don't know what his name is, but, you know, they, they always keep up with all the racist stuff to, right. pu- to push a point. So they're like my favorite target. But you got you to gotta realize these people started out small. But they kept their foot on the gas pedal for 60 years. And now they're at a point where they're 50% of the country. You know, I mean, we have a big percentage that put their head in the, in, in the ground like an ostrich. They, you know, they, they hope trouble will just go away. Or the other ones that, like I say, retracting their shells like a turtle. And, you know, they try to peek their head out and they think the coast is clear. But they're at least 50% of the rhetoric that's on TV today. They are one step from t- 
taking this country over. We cannot let this happen, ladies and gentlemen. We have to fight this. 60 years, and now you get complacent? Now you say, oh, well, you know, I want to be civil. No, we cannot be civil. It's time for unrest. I don't want a, a civil war where people die, but we have to push back. That's that's one, one thing that I agree with with Maxine Waters. We got to get in their face. We got to push back, Uh-oh. and we got to let these people know we're not going away. Yeah, Auntie Maxine, I agree with you, but I'm getting in your face. I bet I never see you because I'm going to push back on you too. Uh-oh. And I'm starting some trouble from hey, now on. Um, and she does not live in her district. About? Right. What you doing, Mom? What you doing, Mom? Right. Thank you, brother. I, I was just about to say it. Play it again. Play it again, Pete. What you talking about? <laughs> Thank you, Pete. He didn't forget about it. Um, um, prosecutor, you have to leave. Here's the reason why you have to leave. You have been so oppressive of us since we've been in this studio. Ever since I've met you, you've had such an oppressive viewpoint towards me and black people. Um, you got to go. Well, I'm here to stay, John. <laughs> you invited me here, even though I've been trying to keep you down from the minute that I met you. Yeah. Um, even though I was one of your mentors and right. friends, and and I wanted you to be successful. Stood up for me on the house assembly. floor. That's right. So let's throw all of that stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. Who cares about all that? The man, This person you were talking about, Verlon, uh-huh. the man said, you're Jesus. You're Jesus. Yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, he, he if it ain't black Jesus with the afro, that's well, your Jesus. But, but I don't even know what that, I, I don't was know. Was he what, Islamic? I don't know what Jesus no, he was just like. A, he was just a, a 60s radical. Yeah. Right. So here Is we it? are. And you and I talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. John. Why is it that every person that is black in America lives in a ghetto, is kept down by white yep. people? Where are the success stories? I am sitting with two people right here that are black success stories that are on the radio. Yeah. They have families that take care of their families. They work hard. They do what they can. Isn't that what we're all about? It doesn't matter if we have the same politics, right. same views, but we all agree we're all fathers, grandfathers, yeah. right? Yeah, grandfather. And we care about those generations coming up, but instead we'll be we'll listen to people filled with hate and vitriol to say, me, who my family wasn't even here to keep anybody down, who was kept down when they came over, uh, and you, Phil and I duked it out a couple months ago yeah. about that, uh, but we're friends we all look out for one another, and we're all about the society succeeding. Correct. And the other thing is, you're talking about trouble, sir. When I look at the black communities that are pushing back against the migrants, they're saying, hey, Brandon. And, and, and it's not mansplaining. It's mayorsplaining. Mm, I love it. You like that? I like that. It, it, it's, oh, we care about the disinvested communities, but we got to take care of somebody else first. Yeah. And now the people are pushing back, and they may not be Republican, but they're in the same thought process yeah. as the three people sitting here. Yeah, and uh, you guys have called them out. Bill from Blue Island's on the line. All right. When we get back from break, more with Phil from Blue Island. And now more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Just 
switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Welcome back. Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor. Um, I want to just piggyback on something you said, prosecutor. I think sometimes we don't talk enough about black success. We don't? There's so much black success that's out there. But we want to reg- um, relegate it to the negative stories, the gang banging, the, the, the shootings. But we don't talk about the many successful black people that are out there. We don't talk about people who came from nothing in any race yes. and worked their way up to be successful parents, business owners, educated. We don't celebrate that. Yeah. We're all about victimhood. Yeah. And when you're taught you're a victim... You're going to end up being a victim. And people like my buddy Hollywood is on. Yeah. He's a successful black man. He is. He's a strong black man. He's a strong person. He is. And these are people that set examples for everybody else, not only in your own community. He was an example for me growing up. Right. And so you have a chance to go look at, and I told you, a lot of the black caucus members, the old school black caucus members were mentors of me, like Art yeah. Turner Sr. Yeah. Uh, they were good. These are people who are friends now. They took me under their wing. It wasn't about race. It right. wasn't about any of that. It's like, hey, uh, let me show you the road to how to be better, how to do your job better, how to be a better man, right. a, fa- a father, a grandfather. That's what we're all about. The politics is always going to be one thing or the other, but at the end of the day, I'm all about trying to help Everybody here listening and being a bigger picture of how do we help people become successful and, and sufficient on their own. Yeah, John, uh, can I bring both of these people on yeah, at the ahead. same time? Because because I want to make some time for Pam. Go ahead. Uh, I want to introduce the person I'm going to be. Oh, wait, 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 Pam, please stay on the line. Let us get through this, and then I'll bring you on, Pam. Uh, the person that I'm going to do polite battle with Monday from 7 to 8 on the Santina Jackson Show Ricky Hendon and Phil from Blue Island, who's uh, upset again this week because of my troublemaker skit. So, <laughs> welcome to the show, both of you. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, Senator, hey, how's what it going? Ha- what, oh, what Senator, happened? No, on. no. Senator's gone. Call yeah. back, Ricky. Yeah, go ahead, Phil, until the Senator comes back. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, actually, I'm not upset with uh, Verlon on this piece because it's basically um, chastising white people for not uh, creating the tsunami, if you will, of help, because uh, like a, like he the the clip was saying, for four hundred years we have accepted our role, we have accepted uh, uh, being beaten, we have accepted being lynched, we have accepted all these things, and we are still uh, uh, like you all just were saying are thriving and are, are being successful in our uh, accomplishing, but. Where it comes to this clip, he was just saying it's time for white people to accept their responsibility and, and instead of uh, um, like uh, Brother Reveletti just tried to do, was try to say, oh, well, we all need to uh, do this. And we all no, no, the people that need the most help should get the most attention. And in this case, black people in America have the ones who have been mostly or, or more seriously um, uh, 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 hurt or harmed. So, by systematic uh, racism or discrimination and so forth and so on. So brother, I'm not mad at you, brother. Brother Phil, I love you. you you're actually a good friend, you know. You I can't you wait know, to see you on the cruise. Right? Am I going to see you on the cruise? Are you uh, going to be on John's uh, cruise? You and Verlon can I, put I, your feuding aside right and come out? 
No, no. I hope I hope uh, I hope to be back in town. That's what I want to well, say because I'm, I'm probably going to be out of town to the fifth. Well, so I, I'll try to. Uh, well, I hope back. you're going to be there. I look forward to seeing you. Um, nope. You know, you talk about about white people keeping black people down. Then why do black folks vote for white Democrats Ooh. that end up keeping them down, like we have seen in Chicago, like we've seen in the state? Why is that okay? I'm I'm not trying to keep well, anybody down. Trust me, I've been accused of keeping everybody down because I'm a white Republican. Uh, so I've kept everybody down. I've tried to keep everybody from you you name it A to Z from achieving their goals. But that's all BS. I'm asking you, Phil. You're a father, grandfather. You're a man of your word. You're you're a man of integrity. How do we break this cycle and get past these 400 years you're talking about so that where all of us can live? And work together and strive together for better Illinois, Chicago, Chicago land. How do we do that? Well, as I said a minute ago, since Dr. King, especially since the death of Dr. King, when there was a a, a groundswell of of, of 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 white support for the civil rights movement, but after King died, you know, it just scared the hell out of black folks that we man, we can't even bring out our best without them being killed. You know, Megan Everett, so forth and so on. So. Again, the the brother in the in the in the uh, the clip said we have had our responsibility. We've done our responsibility. Still, like I just said, we're succeeding in areas where we couldn't before. If you hold on one, wait, I want to ask Phil about about white people that you have elected as Democrats. Aren't they also part of the problem then, keeping black people down? Brother Dennis, you can't just. Uh, uh, you can't just put it all on politics because it becomes a race issue because there are white people on both sides of the aisle, on every side of each aisle, whatever. And what what the clip is saying, why don't you all talk to each other? Why don't white Republicans talk to white Democrats? Phil, do. Phil, 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 do me one second. Just one second and then we can continue. Pete, bring uh, the senator onto the show. I want hey, senator because I, I want to hear what he has to say after Phil gets through talking. Go ahead, Phil. No, I think I think uh, um, no. I, w- I want to hear from the brother senator. Okay. Hey, senator, how you doing, sir? Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Phone drop. Ricky, I'm good. Hey, John, how's it going? Everything's going well, sir. Thanks for asking. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm not talking to Berlin, so <laughs> <laughs> he wants to he wants to keep it going so until Monday. I'm not, I'm not I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. Fields, <laughs> but not Berlin. Berlin got you got me in so much trouble this week because I posted. <laughs> on Facebook that you were going to be on uh, WCPT 820 with me Monday. I'm filling in for Santita Jackson. You know, that's what I do now. I just fill yeah. in sometimes. And um, it's almost like I got hate mail. You know, <laughs> I, <laughs> They thought they was and done with goes, me. And this goes to the question at, uh, at hand. Uh, we got to be able to talk to each other. Democrat, yeah. Republican. We got to be able to agree to disagree. Um, one reason you asked the question why black people vote for white Democrats who hold us down is we only got two choices, a Democrat or a Republican. And then the Democrats are able to paint all the Republicans in a certain way. The Republicans are able to paint the Democrats in a certain way. There is no true third or fourth or parliamentary type system in America. So it's only those two choices. So if the, if the Democrats can convince the Republicans and some Republicans help, like DeSantis, I believe, who said we benefited from slavery. We learned how to 
shoe horses and shit. I'm oh, oh, God. I apologize. Oh, I'm sending the fine. That's twice today. I'm sending the fine to you, Senator. <laughs> that's, that's the S word twice. He's got to have a campaign fund, so right, Ricky? Yeah. Come on, man. I apologize that's to fine. your listeners and you all, but it, that one was so re- repugnant to me. I guess it just came out that way. I mean, don't those things keep us apart? Yeah. So it makes it hard for blacks to vote for a Republican if Republicans say things like that. Uh, but I will be talking to Verlon on Monday. Hey, hey Senator, uh, real, real, really quickly, though, uh, I actually yeah. read read that. I didn't see that those words anywhere in that bill um, where it said they benefited from slavery. I saw that nowhere in that. Because I, I, when I saw it, I, 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 you know, I like to go and get get it from the source. I didn't see it in there. Well, I'm not saying, let me, let me say this, because I, I wrote legislation for what, 18 years, yeah. wrote it, interpreted it, the whole nine yards, prosecuted enough. Um, everything doesn't have to be literally put in writing, okay? Sometimes things don't even have to be said uh, if they are inferred, and, 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 and I think he went further than that. And y'all should correct me if I'm wrong. If DeSantis didn't, if, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's what's out there. And this is my point. If that's what's out there and then Republicans add to it in any way, right. it's easy for you all to never gain black votes. Right. Hey, 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 Senator, got- we got to go and I got a guest coming up. Let me so- say this last thing. I got to say go this ahead. last go ahead. thing. Real I, gotta- I am much more conservative than you Republicans believe. Right. I, I am much more conservative on taxes, guns. Hey, Ricky, are a you coming things- to the cruise? Are you coming to John's you know, cruise? I, I, I thought about coming to John Anthony's cruise, but I'm like, I can't swim that well. <laughs> we got lifeboats. Got I'll, lifeboats. I'll buy your ticket, Ricky. I'll buy your ticket if you're coming. No, no, because somebody I'll beat out there in my Bermuda shorts. Oh, come on. Come on, We got to go to break. We got to go to break. But Monday, Monday, what time? Real quick. Monday. 7 to 8. All right. So, Phil, Ricky, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor. Pam, you've been holding for such a long time. Pam from Lockport, welcome to Black and White. Oh, hey, John. Thank you for having me. No problem. I just wanted to talk about a video that I love on PragerU, which is kind of like what you were talking about, racial equality and uh, uh, Republicans and Democrats. It's called The Inconvenient Truth About the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. I love her. Her name is Carol. Carol Swain. Carol Swain. Dr. Carol Swain. Doctor, doctor, yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh, and she's wonderful. I always watch all her videos. It's a very educational video, and I really uh, would like your listeners to watch that video. Uh, it's right. really, really good. All right. Thank you so much for calling us, Pam. Hey, you got to come on the cruise if you can. Thank you so much. No, I was thinking about it. All right. Well, don't think about it. Do it. That's right. Let's do it. See you then. See you at the cruise, Pam. Right, thank you. <laughs> Let's go to Courtney from Blue Island who's been holding. Courtney. Hello? Hey, yes. Courtney. Hey. Yeah, I'm here. So I was just wanted to add my little two cents about uh, 
President Trump being indicted, uh-huh. and they indicted him for freedom of speech, primarily. The thing about it is this, though. The way they're going at, at President Trump, they, could, they should have gone after Al Gore the same way in 2000. And they constantly, they use that as, they use Florida as a shining ball because Jeb Bush was the governor of Florida at that time. Yeah. yeah. But what they don't realize is this, though. Because everybody was so concentrated on Florida, they didn't come to the conclusion that if Al Gore had won his home state of Tennessee, he might have been elected president, but he didn't win his home state. That's true. They were so big. They were so busy concentrating on Florida. Yeah, you know, Jeb Bush is the a, is a president. It's a George W. Bush's brother. He's looking out for his brother, so he takes the election down there in Florida. Keep it in mind, they also only counted votes in Democratic counties. Yeah, I agree. So and I actually played a clip about that uh, earlier in the show. Uh, Courtney, is this your first time calling in? This is my first time. I appreciate it. I listen to the- yeah, I listen to you guys every weekend. All right, well, I, oh. I better call in. Well, you got to come to the boat cruise too. Let's see. Let's let's get I, to the boat cruise. I want to meet you, brother. Okay, then. Well, I, I, I work on Saturday. That's where I'm at now. I'm oh. at work right now, but I figure I better. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in. Put in my two cents <laughs> on this issue. <laughs> All right, Courtney, Courtney. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thanks so much for listening oh, to us every you. week, brother. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. All right, take care. All right, now. Um, our next guest is somebody that I actually got. I, I believe I met her. I don't. I think it was at CPAC maybe or down at um, Trump Durrell um, when we were at, a, at an event. Um, I, let me let me lay out because her expertise in this is, and she's she's been shut down. <laughs> I don't know if she still has social media, uh, but she's a strong supporter of childhood. Um, T- talking against childhood vaccinations. Mm. Uh, I want. I want. Let me lay out who she is, Doctor Sharon Croner. She has a doctorate. Listen to this in clinical psychology, a master's in special education with a focus in educational therapy, and a bachelor's in English. She's been working with special needs families since two thousand and one. Now, this is why this next this next part is very important because of what we just had to go through. Her twenty thirteen doctoral dissertation entitled. Childhood Vaccinations, the Development of an Educational Manual. She's the Executive Director of Freedom of Religion in the United States for us. Um, she has built an interfaith coalition of religious leaders who have united to protect the religious freedom of vaccine choice. She's actually just a now published author. She wrote the book, I Am Unvaccinated, and That's Okay. Dr. Crona, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. What, was it CPAC or uh, Trump Durrell we met? Was it CPAC? I think it was Trump Durrell. I think it was at AmpFest. AmpFest, that's, that's right. That's right. It was at AmpFest. Um, now, I think maybe we may have also re-met at CPAC. Yeah. I've yeah. been to both and you've been to both. So right, right. We kind of run with the same crowd of people. That we have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, um, I, I'm sure um, YouTube and Facebook may ca- cancel this 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 part of the show um that's normally what Uh-oh. they do for me but I, i'm okay with that we got about a minute but, but i'm going to bring you back for the next segment um but talk to us about why you wrote the book i am unvaccinated and that's okay so it's a children's book that follows around the story of a young boy 
who is unvaccinated because his older sibling is vaccine injured. And it explains all of the you know pressures from society that he has to deal with and why his parents chose to not vaccinate him and why that's okay. And I wrote this book because it's so needed right now. You know, there's no children's literature on vaccine choice. And we just got out of a time where vaccines were pushed on everybody. And so really, I felt that that's what it needed to be done. So that's why I wrote this book. Wow. And and you've been on the front line of this. Uh, I know you with Dale Big Tree. Um, you guys have been, I mean, just been going across the, 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 the country um, just trying to educate people about what COVID actually did to our, our kids. Uh, is that fair to say? Yeah, so Dell so Dell has an organization called ICANN, uh, Informed Consent Action Network, and they just started a publishing company. So ICANN Press actually did the imprint for my book. And yeah, I mean, Dell is like really a huge speaker on vaccine choice and everything that was wrong with COVID and the pandemic. And I've been speaking about this for quite some time. I've been, uh, I guess you could say, an activist for vaccine choice since, you know, 2015 or prior. Um, I'm in California where in 2015 we lost our religious and personal belief exemptions. And then in 2019 we lost our medical exemptions. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a, a very big fighter on vaccine choice. Yeah. Dr. Connor, when we come back from break, um, I want to talk more about what sh- we should be prepared for that's coming and how we can better fight back this time. Um, because I think I think we've learned our lessons in a lot of different ways when it comes to the government overreach and things of that nature. We'll be right back. Oops. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor. Before the break, we were speaking with, I don't know, I don't. I guess she self-proclaimed herself an activist, Dr. Shannon Croner. Author of the book, I'm Unvaccinated, and that's okay. Um, Prosecutor, you had a question for I do. Doctor, thank you for being with us today. Um, Earlier, we played a clip from Ron DeSantis and talking about his candidacy. He talked about why didn't Trump fire Fauci. So my question to you is people like yourself were putting out information about if it's a vaccine or not, if it's safe or not. Why didn't President Trump stop this when he had the chance Instead of following Dr. Fauci and saying we all need to get vaccinated, we all need to do uh, take this shot and, and move forward so that the society could reopen. Yeah, I mean, that's a really great question, and I wish that I could get into Trump's mind about that. I will say that I've spoken personally with Trump and with um, his, his daughter also about vaccine vaccines and vaccine mandates and stuff like that. And You know, President Trump is 100 percent against vaccine mandates. And I think what I feel like the people, the general public wanted a vaccine and it was the only way for society to reopen. And I believe that that may be the driving factor in warp speed. However, there were many times before the vaccine even came out that President Trump had said, you know, there are different 
ways to treat COVID, such as he was the first, it, it was from him, that it was the first time I had ever heard about hydroxychloroquine. And as soon as he said that, I, you know, ordered it from a place in Canada uh, to just prepare myself. But the thing is, is that he was being censored. Hydroxychloroquine was being censored. All the other treatments were being censored. He was being mocked for, you know, by the media for all the different treatments that he was suggesting, which were all real and practical treatments that would have, you know, helped save probably a, a lot of lives. Um, you know, there was, there was hydroxychloroquine, there's ivermectin, there's, um, you know, all these different things, but he was being censored and he was being mocked. And so, and many people wanted a vaccine. And so I believe that no, he can really I, Can I stop you right there? You said many people wanted a vaccine. And I'll challenge you at that point. I wasn't looking for one. I think people were looking to how do we end this? And if you had a magic bullet or a magic shot that we could all take right. and get out of this funk and, and shut down and the world is falling apart for real because government made it fall apart, then we wanted it. And so this is what was sold to everybody. Well, if you take this shot, it will help the entire world. We're going to kill grandparents and grandkids and oh. everybody. And it was the most ill-marketed operation ever. It wasn't targeted towards seniors in vulnerable communities. It was just, oh, take this, we can reopen. Like it was a, like a panacea. And so that, I'll I, tell I, you, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. But the thing is, is that President Trump had said many times that he would never mandate the vaccine that it was coming, it was warp speed, but he, on his watch, would never mandate it. And unfortunately, we got a different president in 2020. And Biden did exactly what I knew he would do. And he mandated it, and he mandated it for government employees. And he, our military totally destroyed our military with the mandate. You know, uh, doctors lost their jobs. Uh, one of the things that I actually did prior to the pandemic is I started a nonprofit organization in 2019 because in California, we lost our medical exemptions. And I knew that uh, vaccine mandates were going to be on the horizon. I didn't know how. I had no idea that there was going to be a pandemic, but I knew that adult vaccine mandates were coming. And so in 2019, I started this nonprofit organization called Freedom of Religion United Solutions, which the acronym is for us. And I built a coalition of faith leaders throughout the country who stood together for vaccine choice so that when the pandemic actually did come, we were on the front lines with met with uh, religious exemptions for everybody. I mean, we helped tens of thousands of people get their religious exemptions in and wow. save their jobs and save their school and, and all of that. And so, you know, and and like I said, I spoke with President Trump about my organization, which he was very supportive of. He's very supportive of the religious exemption. And I spoke with his daughter, Tiffany, about it prior to the election. And she had told me, she goes, my dad will never mandate the vaccines. Actually, that was when um, we met at Trump Dorrell That's that right. weekend that, um, that the Trump family was there. And so Tiffany and I had spoken about that. And you know, I said to her, I was like, you know, you have to tell your dad that he needs to let the people know that the vaccine will never be mandated. And literally, lo and behold, like the next day he went on a radio show and really just reiterated that he would never mandate the vaccine. And unfortunately, we got stuck with Biden, oh. who 
did what he did and it, it destroyed the lives of, of so many people. And so, you know, I don't really um, hold Trump accountable because I know that had he stayed president, the mandates would have never happened that the way that they did and that those who wanted the vaccine would have gotten the vaccine and those who didn't want the vaccine wouldn't have gotten the vaccine. Right. And I, and you know, what's so interesting is I actually was with some people earlier today um, that I had just met, you know, a couple hours ago and we were ta- we started talking about vaccines and two of them had said, yeah, I had to get the vaccine. One of them said, I had to get it for my job. And the other one said, I had to get it to travel. Right. Hey. And like, you know, I hate hearing that because yeah. I don't think that anybody had to get nobody, you know, had a right. gun to their head. Hey, Dr. Groner, Dr. Groner, I want to hold you over because I want to, I want you to tell me because a lot of people are asking where can they buy the book. So I want to hold you over for the break, uh, and then you can okay. give us where to, where to get the book and where to follow you. We'll be right back. Yeah. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey, hey. That's right. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor, Belon Galloway and Dennis Rebelletti. Before the break, we were talking with Dr. Shannon Croner. Um, Dr. Croner, where can people find, because I'm getting a lot of messages, where can I find her book? Where can I follow her? Uh, where can people find your book, find your book and purchase your book? And how can people stay in contact with you, get in contact with you? Okay, so this is so crazy. So my book just came out two weeks ago, uh-huh. and it, it already sold out, like, everywhere. What? It sold out at Amazon. It sold out in Walmart. It sold out at Barnes & Noble. It sold That's a good out problem. At, yeah. And, like, I'm I'm sorry to say, but it was at Target, and it sold out at Target. Whoa! However, the, yeah, and so the publisher has just reordered a ton of like thousands of copies to get it uh, reprinted. So there, so you can actually still order on Amazon right now. Um, you can also order it on the high wire shop website, um, which is that's Dell big trees website, but yeah. you can order it on Amazon and it will, you know, you'll get it within a couple weeks, but um, it was so popular. Just the launch of wow. it was so popular. I mean, and this, it's a great thing. But it's also like people want to know where to buy it and they can't get it right now. Right. So um, what about but, your website? So, yeah, so, so people go to my website and they can actually if they want. I mean, I would be more than happy to sign a copy if someone, you know, emails me through the website and asks me to we can make that transaction happen okay. that way. Um, my website is drshannoncroner.com. So just drshannoncroner, K-R-O-N-E-R.com. And then people can find me also, um, my social media is on Instagram. It's drshanfron. So D-R-S-H-A-N-K-R-O-N. I had to change that because they took my Instagram down. <laughs> my Instagram used to be drshannoncroner and then yeah. it got totally erased during the 2020 election. So oh. now I have Dr. Shan Cron. And then um, I'm also on Twitter or what's now called X yep. as uh, my handle is Dr. Shannon Croner on uh, Twitter. And one of the things is like, so the support my book is getting from some celebrities is really, really exciting. So if you go on my Instagram or on Twitter and search, you know, my feed, 
you'll see an amazing video from actor Ricky Schroeder, who it's just the most beautiful video he made in yeah. support of my book. Rob and then Schneider, Ricky um, Schroeder, Isai Morales. I mean, you got a lot of people here. Yes. Um, Isai Morales. And then you'll never believe who actually called me yesterday, left me a voicemail. Who's that? Real quick. Ted Nugent called Whoa. me. I got a voicemail from Ted Nugent yesterday. Wow. Hey, Dr. Like, Shannon, we got to go. Uh, that's the end of the show. Hey, if you're in Chicago September 9th, I'll send you the details. Why don't you come on my boat cruise live? Bring some books to sell. That would be fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you all the information. Dr. Shannon Crona, go get her book. Go follow her at drshannoncrona.com. Thanks so much for joining the Black and Right. Peace to Pete. Thank you. Prosecutor Villan, thank you. Guys, see you next week. Go get your tickets. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.